Protect your online privacy today at expressvpn.com inside. Hey everybody and welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Thursday. Let's talk about some good news for a change. You know, What's that? let's pivot. Well, Anthem didn't do anything stupid and Star Citizen hasn't shit another bed. It just continues to slowly shit the same bed. The same one, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's just secreting garbage and shit out of every That's pore. Right. But the bed is made of gold. Uh, yeah, today we're gonna talk about a big time publisher that's got plans to release a lot of games over the next few years, a whole lot. We got, we got a lot, we got a lot here, so settle in, get comfy and buckle in. This is also kind of weird because in the age of coronavirus and quarantined employees, lots of game companies have been warning that software production is going to drastically be impacted. Nintendo officials have said that all this remote working could lead to software delays down the line, and Xbox boss Phil Spencer, the man that drives the single moms wild, told business in Insider that certain aspects of game development, like motion capture, have completely stopped. Oh no, but Take-Two, the parent company of publishers like Rockstar Games and 2K Games, is apparently going full speed ahead. They have a very ambitious publishing calendar over the next five years. Yeah, they reported earnings yesterday for both the fourth quarter and the most recent fiscal year, and then President Carl Slatoff dropped a bomb saying that they plan to release a total of 93 new titles in the next five years, which is, uh... It's what? too much. Almost 20 games a year. <laughs> Inside Gaming Clown Math coming back in. <laughs> 20 games a year. An insane amount of games. Analyst Daniel Ahmad, also a friend of the show, of course, broke those games down in a bit more detail, saying that most of them, 63 in fact, would be core experiences. But the rest are just worthless, ethereal experiences They're mobile that you don't games. need to pay for. <laughs> They're mobile games. We have a really great slate of trash coming out, and we're really excited <laughs> to bring it to you all, pigs. We have a bunch of slurry coming down the feed. <laughs> for you animals. <laughs> Ahmad added that 17 are so-called mid-core games and 13 are casual or arcade games. And the total is almost equally split between existing franchises. 47 will be in that category and 46 will be new IP. Mid-core, I know, I've yeah. been trying to work on my mid-core. Yeah. I got a peloton. 21 of those. Yeah, this is gonna be interesting to you, I think, uh, are yeah. mobile games. That's right, I'm a, I, I'm a mobile gamer. You love mobile games. You, mm -hmm. never, love, well, you never shut the hell up about it, to be frank. And frankly, they're not mobile games, they're mobile games. They're mobile experiences. Like an RV. <laughs> yes, like an RV. It's not like they're releasing 93 new AAA console and PC games, but that's still a really ambitious lineup. Take-Two called it the strongest pipeline in history. Speaking of my girlfriend being here, oh, <laughs> Zach has the second strongest pipeline in history. <laughs> that's disgusting. Well, I don't know, I okay. thought we could do something with, like, Dakota Access and, no, you know, maybe no, put some comment no, a commentary no, spin on it, but no, you guys talking about Zach right Stroke. But anyway, I think it is who they think they are. THQ Nordic? No, it's just me. I'm just trying out a Inside new thing. Inside gaming, we have your children. Can you, can you hear my mustache doing ASMR on the mic? I ate a golden nugget mandarin orange this morning. Uh, anyways, after all that wiener talk, yeah, who do they think they are? THQ Nordic? Boom, got him. Yeah, well, uh, like THQ Nordic, Take-Two owns a number of subsidiary developers and publishers like Rockstar and 2K, notably. It also yep. owns the indie-focused label Private Division, as well as the mobile developer Social Point, a very apt name for a social mobile developer. Uh, friends, hanging out, and that's my Social Point. It's important to note, though, that most of these games probably won't be coming out in the next year, which is 
probably due to the ongoing pandemic and subsequent lockdowns. Right, like we said, companies like Nintendo and Microsoft are already making public statements that the ongoing lockdowns will impact game development. And while we're still seeing a steady stream of new games, I don't know how that keeps happening. They keep they keep getting them out. Uh, it's looking like next year is when things will really slow to a crawl as we see the full effect of the pandemic take its toll on the gaming industry. I mean, the stuff that's come out now has been in the works for like five years already. And then leaked and forced to come out. Again, I, we, we must reiterate as the, as a channel, as a news organization, uh, when that happens, you will officially have nothing to play. It's There's absolutely nothing from the past that you never got to that you can finally have a chance to play. Because if you're watching this channel, you've played every game. Right. That's what's expected if you're an inside gaming viewer, right? Speaking of playing old games, you want to hear my really non-controversial opinion? My cold take? <laughs> okay. Link's Awakening, the original for Game Boy? Good. Let's all do that more often. Let's all give some nice cold takes more often. Yeah. I got a cold cut for you. Lebanon salami. Or baloney. Yeah, so Take-Two also alluded to that slowdown as well. The company said that their upcoming fiscal year, which ends in March 2021, will be light in terms of new games. So this big influx of new games will start in the next fiscal year, which will kick off after March of next year. And Take-Two officials specifically cited the pandemic as a cause for delaying the rocket building sim Kerbal Space Program 2. They said that the game's release is being moved into the fall of next year to give the team more time to finish that game. Maybe I should play the first one. That's a great trailer for the second one. So do we have any idea what these games will be? Well, we already mentioned Kerbal Space Program 2. Another obvious candidate would be GTA 6, obviously, from Rockstar. Uh, done a bit of reporting on this, and there have been a lot of leaks around the setting of the game. Yeah, it's been leaked in the past that the game is codenamed Project Americas, and it'll take place in both Vice City and a new city that's based on Rio de Janeiro. That's in Brazil. Yeah, Sao Paulo, baby! Sao Paulo, take two. As a giant fan of ballet, funk, music, and just fun. Course, yeah. Booty beats. Mm -hmm. Fast five. Baraka Sam Sastima for life. Uh, mm -hmm. That said, I, I think that's a big old crock of doo-doo because the creators of Rockstar very explicitly said that they Grand Theft Auto wouldn't be Grand Theft Auto if set outside of America, like the US and A. I don't think that's true, but it's like the thing with uh, the Parasite director where he's like, I thought I was making a movie just for Koreans, like a very specifically Korean movie, and then the world loved it and understood it. I think it's a similar thing where it's like, yes, those are definitely a very American franchise that is like rooted in satirizing capitalism and all that stuff, but I think that extends way beyond America. <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That's, and that's a really good take on it. Yeah. Also, especially with the coke trade. Well, then we don't need to be going to Rio. We need to be going to Vice City and Medellin. As for the time period, it could be set during the 70s and 80s, and you're an up-and-coming drug smuggler running cocaine from South America to Vice City. To be fair, that's all rumor territory at this point. It could be set in Bemidji. That sounds pretty yeah? good. My guy, yeah. I'm looking out for you <laughs> making this new GTA. Or, hey. or you could play as a CIA agent arming uh, arming rebels in South America to overthrow oh, governments, yeah, to overthrow true. socialist governments. You know, thinking, putting my game developer hat on, you know when the perfect time for a loading screen is to load a brand new city, a whole new region, when you're flying over the keys. Oh, that's great. Or maybe you could stay on one island that doesn't change, and instead you have to watch a loading screen for six minutes when a friend comes to visit. How about that? And it doesn't uh... look like anything's loaded at all. That, that could be like a fun way to play a video game, huh? IGN cited an anonymous source close to Rock 
Rockstar that the next GTA game is now in early development. Of course, GTA games are giant open world AAA affairs that take years and years, so don't be expecting it really anytime soon. Yeah, business-wise, things are looking good for Take-Two. They reported record fourth quarter net bookings of almost 730 million, which is up 49% from the prior year. Well, if you're wondering what net bookings is, and no, that's not the catalog of fish you've caught in Animal Crossing New Horizons, it's a term meaning the net amount of all its products and services sold. And for its fiscal year that just ended, Take-Two's net bookings hit almost 3 billion. That's up from uh, 2.93 billion in fiscal 2019. And a lot of that bump probably had to do with the ongoing quarantines around the world, which has led to a lot more people buying and playing video games. Manufactured disease by the video game industry. Take-Two did this. Yeah, Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick told mm -hmm. GamesIndustry.biz that it's a terrible thing to pat yourself on the back in the face of tragedy. That's not how we feel. We do think that providing great at-home entertainment is a service in times like this. Strauss. <laughs> He added, was there a push to more at-home entertainment during this time? Absolutely, yes. Did that affect our results positively? Unquestionably. I like that he's very frank. I mean, that's, I guess, appreciated. He does think that this lockdown could represent a sea change in the industry with some people becoming permanent video game players even after the quarantines end. Uh, it also makes sense that Take-Two is stepping on the gas right now when it comes to making more video games. Yeah, they're a business, and despite all the altruistic rhetoric about, you know, making great at-home entertainment for people stuck at home, Take-Two isn't stupid. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to take advantage of a temporarily captive audience. And of course, game development takes time, but they're probably banking on the fact that some of these quarantined people won't be going back to traditional offices anytime soon. Yeah. Just kidding, I'm so happy about that. Yeah, some of the big tech companies like Google and Facebook have told their employees that they won't need to return until 2021. Uh, other companies like Twitter and Square have told employees that they don't have to ever come back to a traditional <laughs> office. Oh. <laughs> Let me know if that's a possibility for us. Uh, I'd love to do that. I'd love to take that opportunity to never go back to the office again if possible. But you have to do what Jack Dorsey does, which Twitter is enforcing, which you have to go spend three months living with a goat as though it were your wife or whatever weird meditation he's doing. I guess, yeah, if, if Rooster Teeth will pay for that. I think they will. Well, all this is to say that that means a lot of people are going to be working from home for the immediate future, which means more time to play those sweet, sweet mm, video games. Sweet game.